0: Hi, my name is Pastor Ann and welcome to The Pastor's Table. God has a very good plan for you. He has good ideas. He has good things for you to do in this life. You just need to listen to Holy Spirit, obey him, and he'll lead you and you can walk a life of victory. Don't get consumed with the things of this world. Listen to this episode and be encouraged and walk the right path.
1: Welcome back to The Pastor's Table we've been on a pretty intense uh, subject over the last almost two months now um talking about social injustice and as christians how we deal them deal with them how the church deals with them in our last episode pastor ann uh, was talking about you know how um hearing hearing the holy spirit and 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 doing those things and she she said something uh, and correct me if i'm wrong but i don't get it exactly right but basically pastor ann said that that you know um our our job is to to uh share the gospel and that's what our job and that is very true um and as she was saying that what was what was coming up in my spirit and what i was being reminded of is our job also is to hear the holy spirit and do what the holy spirit says mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm.
1: else that's right. right nothing else and you think about what jesus said many oh, yeah. times in the gospels he says i, I only do what the Father tells me to do, and I only say what the Father tells me to say. He did exactly the same thing. He heard the Father, and He did what the Father said. Pastor Ann was talking about how, you know, Jesus stayed in His lane, and He did what He was put on this earth to do. That's hearing the Father and doing what He's asked us to do. And as we we deal as Christians with these social injustices that we see in this world, it's not about attacking the social injustice it's about taking that step back and saying okay lord do you have a role for me in this and what is it and then when we hear that we hear like what pastor gwen said in her last in in our last episode where that that psychic fair was going on she took that step back and wanted to stay in her lane and took time to hear the holy spirit and walk out in that and saw a solution happened before her eyes as they were walking around that mall praying, doing exactly what the Lord told them to do and engaging where the Lord showed them to engage and not when he showed them not to. And that that's just as much um, our job as Christians as it is to share the gospel. If you're sharing the gospel with somebody that the Lord hasn't showed you to share the gospel with, you're wasting your time. Because he that person may not be ready at that point and they may not be open and me you may not be the right person to share that at that point. And just the same with social injustice, as we hear the Lord, he will give us the solutions that doesn't that sorry that do not bring us into strife and and conflict and anything like that.
0: Well, let's talk some real thing here. I want to be very straight. With everybody, well, I don't know how else to go at it. Anyway, <laughs> not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem here is people get consumed by it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And once they're consumed, as, as a as a believer and as a pastor, I have watched this, and it and it's heartbreaking. Really, I've watched people get so involved; they've walked away from family. Yeah. Mm. They've walked away from their church family. Mm-hmm from people who could help them, not just their call. You mentioned their call and their lane. I've read about ministers who got so consumed uh, with the call of the day or making it right in the world, taking a a call all the way. I watched one pastor, and I knew quite well, quite well. He's gone on to be with the Lord, and I'm grateful that in the end, he, he managed to find his way back. He had such a blessing when he spoke it was wonderful the presence of god would fill a room but he got involved in a case in the world and he left his pastorate hmm. and pursued political life and never returned to the pulpit never was successful in political realm either and he became bitter hmm. and driven and angry hmm. In his last days, he, he turned back to the Lord. But I'll tell you, his, his very salvation was, was put in jeopardy. I'd like to say that was the only case I knew about. Mm. But it's not the soul. Why are we so impassioned to communicate the balance, the line? And you'll mm-hmm. talk about that line. Yeah. I think so. It's big on your heart. We've, we've seen this. It hurts. God wants to wake people up. Mm-hmm. To what is his cause, yeah. and not our own? That's right. Yeah. Oh, That's right.
1: Come on. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, I—it's I, not the only minister. I walked beside an, another minister who got so bitter in her last days. Bitter. How could this be? I'd watched miracles take place, and and the power of God move with them, and and bring a wonderful message, and and people got saved, but they end bitter because of a wrong take on social injustice. Mm-hmm. It is a trap.
1: It is, huge.
0: And and the, the Lord promises, when he teaches our hands to war and our fingers to battle, that we'll be aware of the snare of the fowler. Mm-hmm. And because of how it's dressed up with passion and a righting wrong, we didn't realize the devil is so sneaky mm-hmm. that he's setting up snares. Mm-hmm. And it has the power to draw people in. Yeah, That's why we're having these sessions. It's why we get, the way we get, it. and we want to see that change. Yeah. Well, see, you find the line. Mm-hmm. We want to see that.
3: You know, uh, Jesus, he did, there's two things I'll bring up um, about Jesus' ministry. So, do you remember when he made the statement Um He said, you know, listen, you'll always have the poor with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He made that statement because um, uh, someone who people were calling a sinful woman came and out of uh, honor and love for Jesus had broken open this very expensive Uh, perfume and just poured it all over Jesus. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Poured it all over his feet and was weeping at his feet out of appreciation and honor and joy and thankfulness and gratitude and even wiping his his feet with her hair and kissing his feet uh, because of an absolute just love for Jesus and what he's done for her. Mm -hmm. And so she had taken this very expensive perfume and just poured it all over his feet. And so some of those that were around and witnessing the situation, and even one in Jesus' own company, said, What a waste. Mm-hmm. That money that you just wasted, I'm paraphrasing now, by just pouring all that perfume out. Well you could have taken that and 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 gone and sold that instead and taken the money and given it to the poor. At least then it wouldn't have been a waste. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was saying, you know, like, leave her alone. She's done a beautiful thing for me and Mm -hmm. explained that. And then said, and had made that statement, you'll always have the poor with you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't like to hear things like that because we think, well, we want to eradicate poverty. Look at the, the social ills that are a result of poverty. And so many people have died. And yes, that's true. And Jesus is saying, well, you'll always have the poor with you. And in another way, he's saying you'll always have an opportunity to do something for the poor Mm -hmm. and to make sure that you have your priorities straight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because in that situation, the worship and the honor and the gratitude that that woman showed towards Jesus was more important than just trying to meet the needs of everyone else around at that time. Mm -hmm. And that's hard sometimes for Christians to wrap their minds around because they see the injustice of the poor and they think something has to be done. Mm -hmm. We've got to do something about the poor, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we'll spend everything that we can and take what's valuable and spend it on the poor. But you see, Jesus was showing where that line and that balance was because instead of that woman taking that alabaster jar a very expensive perfume and spending it to meet the needs of the poor she spent that freely on jesus Mm -hmm. he did not consider that to be a waste Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. right that was not a waste she put first things first
2: Mm -hmm.
3: and jesus recognized that and honored that Mm -hmm. he said that wherever the gospel is proclaimed this woman's story will also be told amen because it was the complete giving of myself over to Jesus and to honoring Him. Mm -hmm. And that should be the thing that is first and foremost in a believer's life. Come on, that's so true. And when it is, then you will know and have in your heart that line as to how much is too much. Mm-hmm. as far as meeting the needs of others around you. Mm-hmm. Where is it that the Lord, I mean, even when you say things like that, like, well, that sounds like almost anti-Christian. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that we live in an alabaster box. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> you know do. what I mean? Yes, absolutely. We are limited in what into what we can do. We have a certain value in our lives. You can't be everywhere all at once. Mm -hmm. God can, but he knows where you can and cannot go. And what he's asking for you is to spend yourself freely on him Mm -hmm. and in service to him. Mm -hmm. But he's the one that determines where you can and cannot go. Mm -hmm. He's the one that determines where your life is best spent, Mm -hmm. not you and I. See, I I heard Kenneth Copeland make this statement and it's an awesome statement. He said the ministry of Jesus was never determined or driven by the needs of people. Yeah, Hmm. that's right. There's lots of need out there. Mm -hmm. Jesus, while he was on the earth, was in one body in one place at one particular time. Uh Uh-huh. So, wherever the Lord sent him, God our Father, wherever he sent Jesus was exactly the best use of his time and resources yeah. in that moment because Jesus could only be in one place. Yeah. You and I live in a physical body here and now. Jesus can work in us and through us by his spirit, but we can only be in one place at one time. As a body, we can be in many places. Mm-hmm. But as individuals, we can only be in one place at one time. Mm-hmm. So the Lord directs us to make the best use of our lives here and now as to where we can and cannot go. Because we can look out and see the need being great mm-hmm. and say, well, we've got to meet all these needs. But that's actually not our the totality of our responsibility.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's his responsibility mm-hmm. to do that. He can do that and he will do that. Mm-hmm. What he chooses to do through you, you and I individually, that's his decision to make not ours. Mm -hmm. He's the one that sets the boundaries as to what we can and cannot do. And when we honor the Lord first and foremost in our heart and our life, then we will see clearly what that boundary is, Mm -hmm. where we can and cannot go. Mm -hmm. Jesus obviously had a habit of meeting the needs of the poor. Mm -hmm. Obviously. (laughs) He did, because when Judas was about to betray Jesus, and they're at at the table at what we call the Last Supper, and Jesus had dipped that bread in the wine and given it to Judas and said, do what you must, do what you, what you have to do. You go to." Meaning that he knew he was gonna betray him, go and do it then. And Judas took off and left. So the Bible says that some of the disciples thought, well, since Judas was in charge of the money bag, the treasury, mm-hmm. he must be off to go make a donation to the poor. Mm-hmm. Well, why would they ever think that mm-hmm. unless it was the I habit Of Jesus to tell Judas, give something to the poor, Mm -hmm. give something to the poor. So obviously the habit was there, Mm -hmm. that they were generous in the way that they lived every day. Mm -hmm. The way they lived every day was generous towards the poor, Mm
2: -hmm.
3: not just because it was a function of ministry. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, our heart attitude can be generous to the poor Mm -hmm. and it not just be a function of our ministry.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. When the Bible says in Luke 4, 18, and Jesus is talking, so it's in red. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel mm-hmm. to That's the right. poor. Mm-hmm. The good news to the poor changes their heart and That's changes right. the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have had the pleasure under God's hand to go to Kenya several times, One, of, and I've seen poor people, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I've seen them here where we live as well, um, and, I met this one situation, one of the times I was there, it was very unusual. And, and I didn't really understand at the, the time because it was a, several years ago. And, and I've since come to, it was 2011. And I met this, this woman and she had started a woman's house and she was the aunt of the person who is our driver there. And she was started a home for widows. And she was born again. She had met with God and God gave her a remedy As God changed her heart, she said, You got to teach these women to work Mm. and have a plan. And there were many people because they were accustomed to missionaries coming there and helping and doing everything, that these people would just sit back and wait for the next minute, the next group of missionaries to come with money. And she said, I want you to go back to North America and tell them don't sell their house and sell everything and come here and bring their money. They're going to die in three months. And and I I didn't get it. I didn't get what she was trying to communicate. She says, come here, see what we're doing. They start here. If they are willing to work in bottle and they learn to deal with the water and then they have to go out and sell the water to others, they bottle it, they purified it. They had a whole process she set up. Now, when they come, they can live in these homes as they graduate and prove themselves because she had to teach them to have a work ethic again. Mm-hmm. So she started there and she prayed with them and she gave them the word. Many were unsaved, but she, when they got born again, she said they'd take up. Now, then they would use the money. She'd show them what to do. And when they got this place, they could have a chicken. And she'd help them buy a chicken. And then the chicken would lay eggs. She'd teach them what to do and how to be prosperous. Mm. And and they don't have a plan like we do. If you're a widow or, you know, and a man has left you, they got to make for their own. And so she, she showed us the graduation of home. So here you could start out. Here was the next place. Now this woman here, look at this testimony. She learned, she started here and little by little, she got born again. She recognized this. She preached the gospel to the poor among her
2: mm-hmm.
0: and had these people financially stable mm-hmm. that had begun very poor. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So the gospel to the poor is essential. Yeah. And it seems hard. Mm-hmm. It seems hard to us mm-hmm. because sometimes really, it's easier to throw money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But money doesn't fix it. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. That's
1: right. Well, when you think about the, uh, a great example in the Gospels, when Jesus went to um, where the guy was in the tombs, it was, it was full of all the devils, right? Mm-hmm. So Jesus delivers him, and the guy wants to come with him and become part of the disciples and come back with him. And Jesus says, No, you need to stay here.
2: Mm-hmm. And it
1: just didn't make any sense. But when you read on in the story, there there was a purpose to it because um, at the same time when the man that got delivered wanted to come with them, all the people of that town didn't want Jesus to stay there. They That's were kind right. of scared of him yeah. at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he left the man that got delivered of all those devils, and he went in and he told his testimony mm-hmm. to everybody in that city. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus came back, and they welcomed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so we're, we're talking about hearing the Holy Spirit and staying in our lane and doing the purpose and not doing the things that we're not supposed to do. That is a great example of staying in the lane. You know, no, you need to stay here. Tell your testimony, share your testimony in, in the city here. And then he's able to come back. Right. You said, mm-hmm. Pastor Jason, that he was one person that could only be in one one place at one time. He had other things to go and do. But look what happened when he left that man behind. Look at the bigger plan. Preparing their heart. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm.
0: The bigger plan is, you think Jesus didn't know that (laughs) those Israelites or Jews known at that time? Uh Were raising pigs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he fixed a yeah. big problem all at oh, once. I never
1: even thought of that. <laughs> that's right. And so he
0: had a bigger plan, and the the city ends up getting saved. Yeah,
1: that's right. In
0: a most unusual fashion, because mm-hmm. he had a plan that was bigger than what the mm-hmm. people knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They thought the problem was the guy with the devils. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: that's
0: right. They didn't see that they the people living there were in the trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They should have never been raising unclean pigs because that was against their law. Yeah. And what, what else were they doing? Well, yeah. <laughs> and so he, he fixes a whole big problem. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. One miraculous move. Eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why we got to hear God. Amen. Mm-hmm.
1: So important.
0: Yeah. A city changed.
1: Yeah. A city changed. We have a voice. And when we submit that voice to the Holy Spirit, it comes out and it can change the city. Can. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it can it can change a nation. It can change a province. It can change a state. It can change wherever you are. It can change. We we brought up El Salvador a couple of mm-hmm, um, sessions mm-hmm. before. It was just a few, a small group of people praying, hearing the Holy Spirit, and praying what the Holy Spirit said to pray over that entire nation, mm-hmm. and the two normal. Political parties that usually um, trade off getting into power in that nation didn't even come close. And a third person came in and completely changed that nation because a small group of people heard the Lord and obeyed and submitted their voice to the Lord and prayed.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, so powerful.
0: So amazing.
1: So powerful.
0: What God says is truth. This is the word of reconciliation.
1: Amen. (laughs) Amen. yeah
0: he puts the word in our mouth, yeah, but yeah then does. we have to do it, yeah
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we have we to do.
0: speak it, be bold in that, yeah yeah amen and and be aware of the traps so mm-hmm. this, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I think that's yeah. a great place to have that line
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: and and so we're not ignorant, we're not saying there aren't issues. Mm-hmm. we're saying don't get taken by them, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. don't be consumed by it a good way to know is if you're losing sleep over it. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right.
0: He gives his it's beloved rest, you. he gives mm-hmm. his beloved sleep. Yeah, You're his beloved and if you're losing sleep over an issue, something isn't right, it's a good signal. If you're angry all the time, if you're upset, these are signals, you are not in the right lane. Yeah. Warning, 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 <laughs> warning, <laughs> don't mm-hmm. take the bait. Yeah. That's right. Be aware of the snare oh that's good
1: be aware of the snare snare.
0: and be blessed amen